Center of the World Festival, a 501c3 nonprofit, is the licensee of KCPK LP FM radio station. This video briefly describes the benefits of being a podcaster for KCPK radio. Podcasts are broadcast on FM 106.9 in Pine Mountain Club, California, and simultaneously nationally on the internet. Your podcast will be available on a weekly schedule grid. Your podcast will also be available on an archive server. Each daily schedule has a downloadable PDF. Go to www.calfest.org. Our website is designed to be your training partner. We will show you how to find everything you will need to become a radio podcast contributor. We will take a stroll down the homepage and point out a few features on the way. The first thing to notice is that KCPK is locally broadcast on FM 106.9 in Pine Mountain Club, California. Simultaneously, it is rebroadcast on an internet stream. This is a service of our affiliation with Pacifica Radio Network. You can also listen to the Pacifica stream on this webpage. As a podcaster, you have several ways you can participate. One option, podcast producer is not a voting member of the Center of the World Festival. Another option, podcast producer is a voting member of the Center of the World Festival. We will next be talking about the similarities and the differences in these two options. We will now talk about the benefits available through the programming schedules. Access these by clicking on the instructions directly below the internet stream for current KCPK LP radio schedule Click here. You will see the web page devoted to the various scheduling formats. Click on the top line, click here for weekly schedule grid, and read the note beneath that line. On grid, click on show title for podcaster's website. When you hover over the show's title, a brief description appears. When you click on the show's title, you are taken to the podcaster's website. For more shows, click on the right top button, Next, for the upcoming week's schedule. Click on the left top button, Previous, for the prior week's schedule. The date changes at the top of the grid to indicate which week's schedule you are viewing. These schedule grids remain available for at least 60 days. When you return back to the scheduling formats webpage, next click on the line, click here for archive and podcast download option. This takes you to the archive of shows which have already aired in reverse date order. The archive remains for 60 days. When you click on the name of any show, you will be taken to that podcaster's website. When the listener clicks on the play button, they can listen again to the aired show. The listener can also click on the play on air now button and hear the current live stream of the show appearing to the right side of that streaming button. Click on the all shows scroll under the live stream button to see all the shows available for viewing. Click on the show's name to get only those listings. Click on the all categories to search in that manner.
or simply enter the name of the show in the search bar to see only those shows. For voting members, an extra benefit. If you want your podcast to be made available to the public for downloading, the podcast XML button will appear by your show's title, available for the five most recently aired shows. When you return to the scheduling formats webpage, next click on the line, click here for daily schedule, and you will see only the listing for today's calendar date. Return to the scheduling formats webpage. We will now look more closely at the details of each program in a downloadable PDF format. You can copy this file onto any media you wish for your own advertising purposes. Let's look at some of the features which make this a valuable marketing tool for your use. At the top, the FM 106.9 location is given for local radio listening. Next is a link to the internet stream. This is followed by links to the weekly schedule grid and the archive with downloading options. By the hour, each show is described with links given to the podcaster's website. Of importance to your underwriters is the link to their specific website. This furthers their marketing value for sponsoring your podcast show. All shows without an underwriter are currently sponsored by the voting members with their committee named Independent Broadcast Coalition which is an official DBA for KCPK radio station. In the next video, we will review the benefits which relate solely to being a member of the IBC. Podcasts are broadcast on FM 106.9 in Pine Mountain Club, California, and simultaneously nationally on the Internet. Your podcast will be available on a weekly schedule grid. Your podcast will also be available on an archive server, each daily schedule has a downloadable PDF. The following videos briefly describe how to create a podcast for KCPK LP Radio. This is Part 1A. There are many ways in which a podcaster can promote their own business. The access to KCPK LP Radio broadcasting is only one of those ways. It does not take the place of your other promotional avenues. KCPK LP is in addition to your other business endeavors, not in place of your other opportunities. A few of these other promotional avenues include 1. Upload your podcast files to iTunes, Spotify, etc. 2. Putting your podcast files on a podcasting hosting platform. 3. Uploading to your own website. 4. Listing your podcast in podcasting directories. The video you are now watching is focused on the first-time podcaster. KCPK LP is your first choice of a platform for your broadcast. While KCPK LP does accept podcasts from experienced producers, the following videos present information mostly known to them. In Part 1A of Create a Podcast, we will discuss legal considerations. Two important documents to read to understand the limitations on podcasts you can submit for broadcast on an FCC licensed radio station. Go to www.calfest.org and click on the menu tab, Independent Broadcast Coalition. Scroll down to Section 3 and click on FCC Rules. Read the chapter on broadcast programming, basic law and policy. Read the chapter on broadcast programming, Law and Policy on Specific Kinds of Programming. Read the chapter on Business Practices and Advertising. Next, go to Section 4 and click on Podcasting Legal Guide. Read this entire manual. 
When your podcast is submitted to KCPK, it will be reviewed to ensure that it conforms to all these rules. Brief summaries of these legal documents are presented in the next two videos. In Part 1b, we will discuss the FCC component. In Part 1c, we will discuss your podcast formatting choice. The copyright release documents you submit to KCPKLP will vary depending upon your specific format. We present factors which affect your podcast. How to describe your idea. How to script a show. In Part 1d, we will discuss the copyright laws that impact any podcast. In Part 1e, we will discuss the required copyright release forms for your specific podcast choice. Broadcast Law and Policy, based upon the December 2018 FCC publication. The FCC and Freedom of Speech. The First Amendment, as well as Section 326 of the Communications Act, protects freedom of expression. However, the right to broadcast is not absolute. There are some restrictions on the material that a station can broadcast. Criticism, Ridicule, and Humor. The First Amendment protects programming that stereotypes or may otherwise offend people with regard to their religion, race, national background, gender, or other characteristics. It also protects broadcasts that criticize or ridicule established customs and institutions, including the government and its officials. Programming Access Stations are not required to broadcast everything that is offered to them. Stations have no obligation to allow any particular person or group to participate in a broadcast or to present that person or group's remarks. Broadcast Journalism There are two issues that are subject to commission regulation, hoaxes and news distortion. Hoaxes This is when a station broadcasts false information. A crime is an act or omission that makes the offender subject to criminal punishment by law. A catastrophe is a disaster or an imminent disaster involving violent or sudden events affecting the public. The broadcast violates the FCC's rules if 1. The station knew that the information was false. 2. Broadcasting the false information directly causes substantial public harm and 3. It was foreseeable that broadcasting the false information would cause such harm. The broadcast must cause direct and actual damage to property or to the health or safety of the general public or diversion of law enforcement or other public health and safety authorities from their duties and the public harm must begin immediately. If a station airs a disclaimer before the broadcast that clearly characterizes the program as fiction and the disclaimer is presented in a reasonable manner under the circumstances, the program is presumed not to pose foreseeable public harm. Stations may not intentionally distort the news. The FCC has stated that rigging or slanting the news is a most heinous act against the public interest. The FCC will investigate news distortion if it receives documented evidence, such as testimony or other documentation, from individuals with direct personal knowledge that a station engaged in the intentional falsification. There are obligations regarding political advertising. If a station allows a legally qualified candidate for any public office 
to broadcast and make an identifiable appearance for at least four seconds, the station must give equal opportunities to all other candidates for that office to also broadcast. This law applies to all legally qualified candidates for public office, federal, state, and local, throughout their campaigns. Objectionable Programming Inciting Imminent Lawless Action The Supreme Court has ruled that the government can curtail speech if it is both 1. intended to incite or produce imminent lawless action and 2. likely to incite or produce such action. Even when this legal test is met, any review is generally performed by criminal law enforcement authorities, not by the FCC. In its 1973 ruling on Hess v. Indiana, the Supreme Court clarified imminent lawless action. This ruling protects anti-war protest. The court said that since there was no evidence or rational inference from the import of the language that the speaker's words were intended to produce and likely to produce imminent disorder, those words could not be punished by the state on the ground that they had a tendency to lead to violence. The Supreme Court said speech must be directed at a specific person or group, and it must be a direct call to commit immediate lawless action. The time element is critical. The court wrote that advocacy of illegal action at some indefinite future time is not sufficient to permit the state to punish speech. Objectionable Programming Obscene Material This is not protected by the First Amendment and cannot be broadcast at any time. Obscene material must have all of the following three characteristics. 1. An average person applying contemporary community standards must find that the material appeals to the prurient interest, definition, a morbid, degrading, and unhealthy interest in sex. The material must depict or describe in a patently offensive way sexual conduct specifically defined by applicable law, and three, the material must lack serious literary, artistic, political, or scientific value. Objectionable Programming Indecent Material This is defined as language or material that, in context, depicts or describes in terms patently offensive as measured by contemporary community standards for the broadcast medium, sexual or excretory organs or activities. Indecent material is protected by a ruling from a 1978 Supreme Court case of FCC versus Pacifica Foundation, establishing the Carlin Warning. However, the courts have upheld the prohibition of broadcasting indecent material during times of the day when children may be in the audience, which the Commission determined to be between the hours of 6 a.m. and 10 p.m. Objectionable Programming Profane Material this is protected by the First Amendment. The Commission has defined profane as language that is both so grossly offensive to members of the public who actually hear it as to amount to a nuisance, and is sexual or excretory in nature, or derived from such terms. This material cannot be broadcast between 6 a.m. and 10 p.m. Lotteries Federal law prohibits the broadcast of advertisements or information for a lottery in certain contests. A lottery is any game, contest, or promotion that contains the elements of prize, chance, and consideration, a legal term that means an act or promise that is made to induce someone into an agreement. Broadcast of Telephone Conversations 
Before broadcasting a conversation live or recording a conversation for later broadcast, the station must inform any party to the call of its intention to broadcast the call. Notification is not necessary when the other party knows that the conversation will be broadcast, such as an employee or reporter of the station or someone who originates the call during a program which customarily broadcasts the calls. Underwriting Announcements Non-commercial educational stations may acknowledge contributions over the air, but they may not broadcast commercials or promote the goods and services of for-profit donors. Acknowledgements may not contain comparative or qualitative descriptions, price information, calls to action, or inducements to buy, sell, rent, or lease. Acceptable enhanced underwriting acknowledgements may include 1. Logograms and slogans that identify but do not promote. 2. Value-neutral descriptions of a product line or service. 3. Location information and 4. Brand names, trade names, and product service listings. However, these acknowledgments may not interrupt the station's regular programming. Tobacco and Alcohol Advertising Federal law prohibits the airing of advertising for cigarettes, cigars, smokeless tobacco, and chewing tobacco. However, the advertising of smoking accessories, pipes, or cigarette-making machines is not prohibited. Congress has not enacted any law prohibiting broadcast advertising of any kind of alcoholic beverage. The FCC does not have a rule or policy regulating these advertisements. False or misleading advertising. The Federal Trade Commission has primary responsibility for determining whether an advertisement is false or deceptive and for taking action against the sponsor. The Food and Drug Administration has primary responsibility for the safety of food and drug products. This video briefly describes how to create a podcast for KCPK LP Radio. This is Part 1C. We will discuss how to describe your idea, how to script a show. How to describe your idea. KCPKLP requires that you submit a written summary of your podcast series. Under Section 4, click on the item Podcast Submission Questions or see the sidebar of this video for hyperlink under the copy of text document. We want to know about your idea, your target audience, and the format of your podcast, such as is it a solo show or co-hosted? Is it an interview or roundtable discussion or an educational documentary or an art form such as a play, a reading, a creative commons, musical production? Your choices will impact the type of copyright releases which will be required for submission of the podcast to KCPKLP for broadcasting. How to script a show. If you want to follow a more structured and conventional format, please click on the Template for Podcast script under Section 4, or click the hyperlink in the sidebar of the video. KCPK does not require a specific script to be followed. Originality and creativity can develop a new audience following. This video briefly describes how to create a podcast for KCPK LP Radio. This is Part 1. D. KCPK LP defines itself as a talk show and Creative Commons music radio. We will focus on the releases that KCPK LP requires from its podcasters, whether talk or music or a combination, 
and how those releases relate to relevant copyright laws. KCPKLP does not air copyrighted music, which requires licenses through the performing rights organizations, PROs. Therefore, our training on copyright will not be as extensive as training for copyright laws specific to PRO's music. PRO Licenses Public performance licensing of musical works and sound recordings in the U.S. is handled by four PROs. One, ASCAP, American Society of Composers, Authors and Publishers. Two, BMI, Broadcast Music Incorporated. Three, CSAC, Society of European Stage Authors and Composers, and GMR, Global Music Rights. Creative Commons Licenses These licenses pertain to the releases that KCPKLP accepts from musicians. KCPKLP also accepts royalty-free releases. For more information on the differences between Creative Commons and a PRO, go to www.creativecommons.org. We have prepared a webpage specific to training on the contracts relevant to the copyright releases required for KCPKLP, broadcasting of your creative work. Please click on the link on the sidebar next to this video to proceed with this training. Thank you for watching. This video briefly describes how to create a podcast for KCPKLP Radio. This is Part 1E. We will discuss required release forms. There are certain signed forms which are required to be submitted with your podcast. On the website www.calfest.org and the menu tab Independent Broadcast Coalition, scroll down to Section 4, Podcast Producers. Click on item Checklist for 10-episode podcast submission. On the downloaded document, click on each hyperlink, read each document, and submit those that apply to your podcast. Or you may click on the sidebar next to this video for hyperlinks below the written text document. Further examples of releases required for your specific podcast format can be viewed via the videos on the Copyright Resources webpage of www.kcpklp.org or see the sidebar for the link. The broadcast release agreement is always required. The other forms pertain to the talent or other material you use in your podcast. Please review the podcasting legal guide or view the videos to determine which forms you will need to get signed by your podcast collaborators to submit along with your podcast. If you only want to submit one podcast, please contact an independent broadcast coalition member to become part of their specific podcast series. Do not submit directly to KCPKLP. If you need further help in developing your podcast series, you may seek assistance from an independent broadcast coalition member through their own private podcasting business. To be connected to an IBC member, go to independentbroadcastcoalition.org. View Part 2 for KCPK Technical Requirements, How to Record and Edit Your Podcast, Locate an Underwriter.